Section twenty nine of the Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume ten. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume ten, by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton. On the prose rhyme and the poetry of the nights. A. The Saja. According to the promise in my foreword, I here proceed to offer a few observations concerning the Saja, or rhymed prose, and the Shir, or measured sentence, that is, the verse of the nights. The former has in composition, metrical or unmetrical, three distinct forms. Saja Mutavazi, parallel the most common is when the ending words of sentences agree in measure assonance and final letter in fact our full rhyme next is saja mutaraf the affluent when the periods hemistics or couplets end in words whose terminal letters correspond although differing in measure and number and thirdly saja muvazana equilibrium is applied to the balance which affects words corresponding in measure but differing in final letters al saja the fine style or style fleuri also termed al badia or euphuism is the basis of all arabic euphony the whole of the quran is written in it and the same is the case with the makamat of al hariri and the prime masterpieces of rhetorical composition Without it, no translation of the holy book can be satisfactory or final, and where it is not, the assemblies becomes the prose of prose. Thus universally used, the assonance has necessarily been abused, and its excess has given rise to the saying al-saj faja, prose rhymes a pest. English translators have, unwisely, I think, agreed in rejecting it, while germans have not mr preston assures us that rhyming prose is extremely ungraceful in english and introduces an air of flippancy this was certainly not the case with friedrich rueckert's version of the great original and i see no reason why it should be so or become so in our tongue torrance declares that the effect of the irregular sentence with the iteration of a jingling rhyme is not pleasant in our language he therefore systematically neglects it and gives his style the semblance of being scant with the object of saving study and trouble mr payne deems it an excrescence born of the excessive facilities for rhyme afforded by the language and of eastern delight in antithesis of all kinds whether of sound or of thought and aiming elaborately at grace of style he omits it wholly even in the proverbs the weight of authority was against me but my plan compelled me to disregard it the dilemma was simply either to use the saja or to follow mr payne's method and arrange the disjecta membra of the original in their natural order that is to remodel the text intending to produce a faithful copy of the arabic i was compelled to adopt the former and still hold it to be the better alternative 
moreover i question mr payne's dictum that the seja form is utterly foreign to the genius of english prose and that its preservation would be fatal to all vigour and harmony of style the english translator of palmerin of england anthony monday attempted it in places with great success as i have before noted and my late friend edward eastwick made artistic use of it in his gulustan had i rejected the cadence of the cooing dove because un-english i should have adopted the balanced periods of the anglican marriage service or the essentially english system of alliteration requiring some such artful aid to distinguish from the vulgar recitative style the elevated and classical tirades in the knights my attempt has found with reviewers more favour than i expected and a kindly critic writes of it these melodious fray meets these little eddies of song set like gems in the prose have a charming effect on the ear they come as dulcet surprises, and mostly recur in highly wrought situations, or they are used to convey a vivid sense of something exquisite in nature or art. Their introduction seems due to whim or caprice, but really it arises from a profound study of the situation, as if the tale-teller felt suddenly compelled to break into the rhythmic strain. End of section 29 Recording by phone.